lonely? Get a cat. They live 13 years, then you get another one. Another one after that. And you're done. <laughs> um, here I am. Here I am. when you're on the road your immune system is pretty pretty uh, low a lot of times and when you get a little bug it takes a while to uh, for your body to to uh, get rid of it i have not done yoga once on this trip or anything like that it's been quite a sedentary journey but it's all right. When I get home, I'm just going to go like, you know, five days straight and try to loosen up, get over this stiff, stiffness, sickness. Got to find a place to get a massage in Cincinnati. If you guys know of a good, affordable massage in Cincinnati, you let me know. Or if you're a masseuse, you do like a good Eastern style, like, uh, I don't know, fucking Thai, Vietnamese, uh, Filipino massage, you let me know. Um, boy, I'm gonna be gargling some salt water this morning, I can say that. You can hear, you can hear what's going on in my throat. Luckily, I have a day off today. Mmm, gesundheit. I know someone sneezed. Boy, I tell you, last night, apparently, uh, we're, we're touring with the Astronautilus right now, as we, we are wont to do. And uh, apparently last night, everybody except me and uh, Brock, uh, a- astronautist's manager, um, apes and Rochelle Portobello's, let's say, all, all uh, running around the fucking Holiday Inn inner circle court. And uh, I don't know what the, you know, we'll have to assess the damage this morning, see what happened. You know how you can get uh, food poisoning from those so uh, we'll, we'll see this tour is almost over we have like five more days or something like that come peep 
Well, I'd ask you know, all this if you're if you're in. Uh, we're now now we're heading up into the Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest, boy, you know I'm I'm looking forward to getting home and uh, relaxing. So yeah, my guest today is Nick Thorburn, who, as you'll glean from the talk, I met ten years ago or so. He's a great guy. Very, very funny guy, and I, I feel like we really click with our sense of the humor. With no further adieu from Echo Park, California, Los Angeles, please check out this interview with Nick Thorber. Yeah. What's your, what's your your current like band? Is it similar guys that you've been going well, with? We or? just rehearsed with a drummer today to okay. tr- try him out, and I think he's good. I think he got the job, but uh, it's been yeah, it's been tough because we I started to finally feel like I had a, put together a band that was going to remain the band for um, for as long as I could maintain the band, but uh, yeah, but. What, but Nothing you lost, you lost the drummer? Yeah, I had what's that it, what's his exploding name? drummer. Luke is his name. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Aaron before that. I knew Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Aaron's terrific. And I, I see Aaron. Or I saw him. Where did I see York? him? He's yeah, in Brooklyn. I guess, I guess it was in Brooklyn. Yeah, I love Aaron. Yeah. I wanted him. Sweetheart. Yeah, I wanted him to come back, but he has his own band that he's putting. Okay. Steel Phantoms that he's... Uh, given the given a fair shake to so I understand that he couldn't do it but sure but uh, yeah drummers man they just well if unless your drummer's your brother then I guess it's yeah easier that's, to keep them. that's been real fortunate why, why yeah. drummers do you think because they they're free they're freewheeling I don't know what it is about drummers they, they're, they're the uh, x factor for me what do we what do we call them what do they call them in blues journeyman journeyman <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just like that spinal tap thing where the drummers always explode yeah but that's kind <laughs> yeah. of I feel like that was a, it was an a dig, a little metaphor. subtle dig, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like drummers. I just, I just I like your brother. Yeah, sure, sure. He's a great drummer. He's, he is. He's and he's a good, 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 good guy. Yeah. You know, it's an important thing. <laughs> it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Um, but what, what do you ever talk to uh, Jamie? I do. I do. We we talk. We talk. We talk about trying to maybe get the old band back together the OG band cool yeah what's the OG band you mean the like the unicorns yeah the unicorns yeah, yeah. The, wow it's a little, a little uh, really? exclusive have you talked to Alden yeah yeah and we've all what, wasn't that the issue is it, you kinda, and Alden yeah. There's, yeah well not beef I don't know it wasn't beef as much as it was you know it was one below beef <laughs> yeah know. Whatever one below beef. Uh, pork? Pork, I guess. Or lamb. Oh, wow. Lamb. Yeah, lamb. It was yeah. lamb. Good. We were, we were on the lamb a little bit. But he, uh, but yeah, we've all agreed to maybe consider playing again. Okay. So the, the idea is, it's an open idea. It's just we haven't, we don't have any timeline. We're just at least talking about the possibility. That's so weird. It's, it's like, because honestly, like we're, we're getting ready to re-release the Cloud Dead stuff. Yeah. Is it maybe it's like you know the 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 decade thing the de- decade nostalgia where a decade goes by and then you're like 
oh, I remember that time. And right. Is that kind of what it I was? I think it, it probably is. All the all the bad memories kind of float into the background. Exactly. That's like anything. I mean, time, you know, it heals and, and that nostalgia kicks in and yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't seem so bad 10 years later. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, what was bad even at the time? I don't know. I think we were kind of young and didn't know how to didn't know really how to behave i think touring can, is kind of can bring out the worst in people yeah it definitely encourages you to be on your worst behavior especially you know if you're a drink if you drink alcohol then it's like a thing where you um you know you're encouraged i don't know any other profession where your back your office space is filled with booze and it's encouraged you're encouraged to drink every single right. day and act, go into the and office and act fucking crazy and act fucking crazy yeah. you get the more you act crazy the more you're well I should ask you about that cuz i never acted crazy really but you did i remember <laughs> i saw a few things happen you saw a few things well yeah, yeah we toured day. together i I'm sure I did something. Probably the fireworks stuff at the L Ray. Fireworks, L Ray. Every, I mean, lots of fireworks, different <laughs> places. That was a, that was an that was the the firework epic. You know, uh, climbing speakers. You know, yeah. Um, jumping in the pool. I remember in the middle of the night uh, at, in San Fran when you weren't supposed to. Oh, whatever right. the fuck. With all my clothes on. All your clothes on. And... I'm the Lizard King. You know. I to, <laughs> yeah. I have to uh, maintain. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely feel way more mellow since those days. Oh, well, you are. Yeah, yeah. I've grown up a bit. Yeah. I still like to get buck sometimes, yeah. but I'm not... Uh, I remember one night in Croatia, Zagreb, we were walking around in the street, and I the first two weeks of tour, I decided I was going to completely abstain from drinking and just sort of not... Just, just avoid it entirely and um, hit the two-week mark in the middle of tour, and I just sort of let loose. Couldn't handle it. Yeah, really unraveled and um, was going real hard. And then we were walking down the street and there was this really nice neighborhood, I guess. And there was this beautiful sports car underneath a tarp. Oh, no. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I jumped on top of the car and I pulled, I guess there was a loose little thing on the on the, the tarp or whatever the thing you put on it. And I, yeah, I ripped off the tarp. I ran around the car <clears throat> pulling it like a loose, a loose, uh, piece of fabric and then I jumped on the car and it was it was all did you done. mess the car up I think I think it might have gotten a little dented yeah was that a unicorns or that or was islands? islands yeah but that was the last the first couple tours no that was well into it that was oh. 2000 and, <laughs> 2010 I, I was 34 <laughs> yeah I was still in my 20s but yeah 20, 29 maybe 28. You're younger than me, huh? No, I was probably 28 or 29. Yeah. I was probably 28. But that was really the... I don't get that crazy anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't think. It's not as fun. It just starts to feel sad. <laughs> yeah. I stole some shoelaces from Target today. Mm. Just because fuck it. Fuck it. I steal um, toothpicks from this health food store in my neighborhood yeah. that's kind of bigoted. They're anti-gay. So I mm. feel like... How is a health food store anti-gay? Health food is so gay. Yeah, I don't know. It's a Mormon thing, I think. They were a oh. big proponent in the Prop 8 okay. proposition. Um, so I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I hope no one from that store listens, but I, that's the one thing I shoplift in this world. Is... Well, let's get the name of the store. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like... Um, well, it's like, fuck it, it's not, I don't care. Uh, you don't need to say that. I'll bleep it, nah. I'll, I'll turn it backwards. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll flip that backwards to see if it says sure. what you just said. Yeah, and it, if someone's wily enough, they can yeah. chop it up in, exactly. in Garage exactly. Band or whatever. Yeah, we used to, I mean, the unicorns, man, we used to go on tour and just steal the whole time. Really? Shoplift. Like food and everything? Food, yeah, because we slept in a little RV and we and we got we got caught at one point in Edmonton. Really? Yeah, and I remember my bandmate getting caught and I went back into the this health food store where I just shoplifted two giant bags and right. just returned everything. I was, and that was the last time I've really shoplifted. Because you knew that they were... Well, I just was like, fuck this, it's, this is stupid. Yeah. It's, a bad, it's bad behavior because yeah. you start to treat things that aren't yours like they are yours. Right. You get this weird sense of entitlement. Right. And that was really the last time, aside from the toothpicks, that's the last thing. Should I feel guilty about the shoelaces? No, because I'm saying don't... this was like a private health food store and... Yeah, it's not about that. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, but we got so brazen. We Alden and I were living together in um, in Montreal. We we went to this grocery store near our house, and we would walk in, grab gar- the plastic bags off the aisle or off the um, checkout, take you know, rip them off, grab them, and then go through the aisles and fill, fill up the bags and, and then just walk, walk out. out. Yeah. yeah, countless Fuck. times. That's how I got hooked on health food, on like organic, nice, bougie stuff. Yeah, because I got it for free, and now I, I'm hooked. That makes me nostalgic for some reason. That story of like, I feel like, oh yeah, because I would never do that now. Right. Never. I mean, I, w- I didn't do that back then, yeah. but I would do stuff like that. Yeah, there's something really liberating and just about feeling like you're invincible. Yeah. People always say that's bad, and it. I mean, it can lead to bad things, but I think that's what being an adolescent is about is my, my 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 thing in the Whole Foods in when I lived in Berkeley. Yeah. Every time I would go to Whole Foods, I would go straight to the muffin case, which was right to the right of the door, mm-hmm. and I'd grab a blueberry muffin and eat mm-hmm. it, and then just continue shopping. Oh yeah, that's that was a, like that was like my routine every time. That's I went. the two K. That's the two K thirteen version of picking out a grape in the grocery store. You know, that's like sure, our, that's sure. like our parents' version of right. shoplifting. I think, or you know. I got and I did that. Speaking of picking grapes, I, one time I, I ate a raisin out of the bin, and uh, this is in the Seward. In, is this is this uh, is that a metaphor? You ate a raisin <laughs> out of the bin? in Minneapolis. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure it is, but it's also factual. <laughs> and I got bitched out by mm-hmm. some people in there. Like, this is For a, a co-op. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, so you threw a penny at their face. Exactly. Right? Hopefully. Yeah. Was it a sanitary thing, or was it the? That the no, raisins? I didn't like put my finger in there. I I, I did, you did it with the scoop. The, with the scoop, yeah, yeah, of course. You know how to do it, of course. But that doesn't count. I mean, that they should lighten up. Fuck that place. What was that place called? Nah, it's a good place though. <laughs> it's, that's the Seward in uh, Minneapolis. Sure. Yeah, okay. it's so easy to talk shit, and I've gotten. That's another thing. As I grow up, I stop jumping on top of cars, and I also stop flippantly name calling. Yeah, and bands especially because did you used to shit talk bands? You, you I, sn- like, I, I remember you being a bit snobbish. Yeah, about it. and yeah. I was too. Yeah. yeah, and it's one thing to be, it's one thing to be critical and have an opinion, but yeah, when you do it in interviews and it it, it can come across. You would shit talk bands in interviews. Yeah, I would. Not always. Like I wasn't. I was sometimes. I was prompted, but it doesn't come. You don't come off. It's not a classy move, right? You know? Did so that I, ever get you in trouble? Um, well, with the stills, when the unicorns were touring, we would we, we had this funny thing because I don't know if you remember the stills. They were uh-uh. they were like an early two thousand kind of Interpol okay type band. Um, nice guys from Montreal, 
And they were doing really well. They were signed up Vice, and we saw them come up. They kind of came up before the Unicorns, and uh-huh. they were they were doing well, and they were really buzzy and and popular. And we knew that they used to be in a ska band. Almost all the members called um, like the Undertones or something. You're trying to pull the skeletons out of the closet. Every interview we did for for like six months, we would talk. We would just switch gears and just try to talk work it into the interview about how yeah. this band used to be a ska band and they were they're fake and they're not really you know because they're trying to do the joy division type thing and that's fine and we were being we were being cheeky we didn't really do you think you were jealous in some way oh for sure we were yeah. probably jealous that they were really buzzy and we were trying to kind of lightly start shit in a way in a fun kind of way where we could get you know just stoke the fire a little bit with yeah. each other um, with press wise and then we ended up getting a call from the head of Vice. They weren't playing along, though. They weren't into it. They weren't into it. And the head of Vice called our manager and said, you better stop biting the hand that feeds you. (laughs) Wait, wait, you were on Vice, too? No, but whatever, I guess if you... The Vice feeds everybody somehow. So they... Yeah, I mean, we did... The puppet masters. Yeah, (laughs) we did parties and stuff. It wasn't like... It wasn't like they fed us that well, but sure, it sure. was okay. But then we kind of, as a true a, tr- a truce, we um, we did a couple shows with them in Cleveland, actually, okay, okay. And, and Baltimore, and they brought it up at the end of the night, and they were they all got it once we told them like, oh, we were just kind of trying to have fun and do like yeah. an old school West Coast East Coast thing <laughs> right, or whatever, right. you know, like just try to keep it fun. Um, they sort of got it and. And except for the bass player, who, who still to this day I think harbors uh, resentment. Wow. But yeah, but I have a history of just talking shit because I don't really like much contemporary music. What What do you like? Is there anything out and around? I like you. I like your music. Don't you don't have to say. I'm that, not just man. saying that. I mean it. And the mic is on. So <laughs> no, I do mean that. And I like um, I like Sunny in the Sunsets, Cass McCombs. The Foxygen are fun. Um, and then I like a lot of, like, you know, Kendrick Lamar and yeah. all that fun stuff. There's there's stuff. Are you still rap-oriented, would you say? I'm f- still a fan, yeah. 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 I'll never do it, but... But yeah. LP and I are... We have a project, LP of... Okay. Killer Mike and LP and, and Company Flow. Yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've got plans to make more music together. Excellent. Yeah. So that's I'm, fun. I'm dabbling on the on the edges. Yeah, the fringes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, how long ago did you move down here? Officially, I a year with a lease and everything. But a few years before that, I left New York. Bad, uh, bad break. Left with New your York. ex. Yeah, she wasn't my ex at the time that we broke up, but she quickly became. <laughs> yeah, bleed. Sorry, this isn't the XX. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Muse, the one I write all my songs about. Okay. Sad stuff. Um, but yeah, so I left uh, New York. I feel it, so. You were the, still. You're saying you you still had an ongoing kind of dabble thing. The following two years after we broke up, yeah, we were still trying to figure out what the fuck. Yes. Everything was. Yeah. And sadly, it wasn't. Are you still lovelorn? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was like a seven year thing. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll never really. I hope I get over it. I got. I guess it's a psychological thing, but I, I need time. Yeah, yeah. Do you see women here? I see them. I look. I look at them. I see them <laughs> in the yeah. street. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, there's nice people here. There's nice 
nice folks. Yeah. But I, I, I can't, um, I can't get my wrap my head around the idea of uh, of co cohabitation. Right. I, like, I didn't ask you. Are you want to live with somebody? Right. I think that's a, that's not the first step. That just oh, it's not. Okay. Just want to go on a date, maybe. And yeah. I, I actually wouldn't know. Actually, well, I what's your situation? What, no, I just dry as a bone. Just really? dry, dry as a bone. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, maybe you and I should hit the town tonight. I'm, let's do it. Let's do it. See what <laughs> between the two of us we could uh, muster up, scrape, scrape up the old. <laughs> uh huh. Get the uh, dust off the old uh, the jacket. The, yeah, the handsome jacket. Exactly. <laughs> we could Pull the something. date shirts out of the mm-hmm. closet and yeah, the button downs. Yeah, we could do that. Um, we're good guys, right? So when, well, we met. Speaking of those old unicorns days. We met, I think, probably just as you were starting to what work on that stuff. I imagine. Yeah, you were you were in Cloud Dead, which was my favorite. The Cloud Dead and the microphones were my favorite. Um, uh, speaking of microphones, not to interrupt. God yeah, damn! I just listened to the reissue of the song, song Islands and uh-huh. um, the uh, other one, The Glow. The Glow Part Two. Yesterday, how is it? I, I just I hadn't heard them in so long. Yeah, it's so I love those. And I'm interviewing Phil next week. Oh great! Yeah, yeah. Well, Pass on the the respect. Yeah, I, I hadn't listened to I haven't listened to that stuff in years and years. But it was such a huge part that class, yeah. it was at the perfect age. You know that yeah. kind of late teens, early twenties, where I just yeah, music really mattered. And I didn't I wasn't jaded or or burnt out on the idea of music. I never really go to shows anymore. Gosh, but, remember that. It was huge. I, yeah. I, I got so excited when Cloud Dead. I saw you guys on a poster opening for Hood. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. It seemed like a mystical fantasy band that there's no way you guys would be coming to town. And then I guess that show got canceled. Something you guys were off that tour. Or okay. Okay. It didn't happen. But then when I saw you guys finally coming through town, I got really excited. I just scooped up a bunch of tickets and invited my girlfriend and her sister. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a fun, crazy night. Yeah, I think it helped having two beautiful women, but with me yeah. for as like a means to to talk to you. After right, the that's show. honestly that's the only reason that we became friends. Probably is because you're hanging out with beautiful girls. Yeah. And, and I was like, so naive, okay. I didn't realize. And you were you were such a nice guy. I yeah. remember you were like super sweet. Yeah, yeah and I did, I I purposefully didn't bring like a demo. Even then, I knew you know. And since then, I it's. It, it's clear, like, I mean, it's nice when kids bring their music. I, I shouldn't say that. It's nice when people bring the stuff that they're working on, and sometimes it's it's cool. But I would, do, I did that a little bit. Yeah, um, that's a hard thing, though. I, I I I used to do that too. You know, yeah. like I gave Tricky a tape. You know, yeah, in like you know ninety eight. Awesome. Uh-huh. You know, and you know, I mean, now I know how how much usually the artist will not ever listen to it. Yeah. I mean, at least in my case, I very rarely do. I don't know if you do or not. I try to, but, like, because if you're sitting on tour and long drives, you can, like, pop in some... Yeah. Some, uh, some stuff that kids give you, and it's always, it's always, like, cool to, to have that connection and stuff, but I knew that I was... I respected you guys so much, and I, I knew that, like, it wouldn't really play if I brought... I don't know, I just... I I just I don't know what it was, but I felt like I'd just wait a little bit and yeah. get my shit going because it was really I felt like it wasn't ready to present to you guys, you know. What What do we listen to? And I I remember this. This is a trivia question. Um, when we were hanging out, and we were pretty fucked up, probably drinking and smoking weed or that, whatever that night. 
at at the ha- at the the loft, the girls' loft. They both lived there. Yes. Uh huh. When when we got back there, when you're <laughs> hanging out on the couch. Mm-hmm. You remember what we listened to? No, the Breeders. No. Yellow. Could have been. It could have been TK. Uh, title title TK. TK, but it wasn't. What was it? It might have been actually as well, but I, we listened to that Vincent Gallo. Right. When. When. Album, uh-huh. the, the Warp album. Anyway, yeah. that's just a weird memory that wow. I have. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I was I was pretty uh, jazzed that you were that you were uh, coming home. Yeah. <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Water break. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Good times. Anyway, uh Wow. And then, yes, and then you did send me a, a, a CD. I did? Yeah. Okay, right. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I had been, I had like a male, not M-A-L-E, but M-A-I-L <laughs> relationship with he's Ella. Oh, and right. we would send stuff back and forth. So she, I think she sent me your CD. Oh, right. Okay, that makes that, sense. And I don't remember if it was called The Unicorns at the time. The on, band would have been. It would have been already called been, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think the CD was called that, and that, and then it was probably like demo stuff. It was like demo stuff, and I think I listened to it. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. And then, like, I want to say like two, three months later, y- you guys were just fucking everywhere. I was just like, right. I started seeing the name everywhere. I was like, "That's that's that guy, Nick." That's weird. Yeah. 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 Well, that that unicorn stuff was definitely influenced by what you guys were doing. I thank you for saying so. It it's definitely really, was its yeah. own thing, though. It's a huge. That was a huge uh, moment, you know, for me. That, that all that stuff you guys were doing and like the doctor sample. Yeah, stuff, that was our shit. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got dark in here. No, it did. Not I, emotionally. Not emotionally. I'm gonna turn the, uh, the uh, sun is setting. You're looking good. You. Uh, thank you. You too, man. How many chefs you do? Uh, you know, I'll do. I'll usually do sets of thirty, just a few, every other few, day, right? Few times a day if I can. Yeah, right. I'm off the pull-ups because I got this golfer's elbow. What's the difference between tennis and golf? Tennis on the outside and golf on the inside. I, I, I looked that up on uh, medics.com or right. whatever. Sports. Yeah, Injuries.com. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, so that's like not good to do the pull-ups, but the bunch still do shoves. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. What about crunches? Yeah, oh yeah, I try to keep doing it. You know, I still, I still, and I had this, I had this uh, goal of having, well, I wanted to have a six pack by the time I was, I think the first one was 32, and then the second one was 33, and then 34. One, uh, one pack at a time. But now, well, I, I wish I could do that, uh, but now it's 35. Hopefully, I'm going to try to have a six pack by I'm th- I don't know if it's harder happen. as you get older too. Happen. Exactly, I'm fighting age. Just settle for a two pack, man. I would, I would, honestly. What what else are you doing down here? Are you doing writing stuff? Because we talked about that last time I saw you the Echoplex. Right. You talking about? Yeah, still doing that. What? It's been so long. I guess that's been a year since I saw you. Then. Yes, that was like one year ago. Wow. Yeah, still doing that. Which, it, it was which is what? Explain. Well, it's early to say, but it's it's a it's a. A cartoon thing, an animated series. Nice. That uh, I'm excited about. Do you, are you writing it with a group or are you uh, writing one yourself? other person? Okay. Writing it with a friend. Oh, we cool. wrote, we've written the pilot and we illustrated. I've done the illustrations and stuff. So right now we're just sort of we're in the we're kind of building the team right now. I love your art, by oh, the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank I you. just 
you it's it, you just keep doing it and it keeps getting it's, it stays in the same style very very much your style but right. it gets better and better thank yeah. you I appreciate yeah yeah it's that. great that means a lot yeah that's that's all you can hope right i mean just improving i was hoping you'd bring me a little piece but i, I, I i'll bring you a piece i'm you're right. not gonna are you coming friday i'll come friday of course all right i'll buy it from you i'll, I'll no, no, pay no. you good come money on. come on um so and and so this will be your drawings will we'll somehow how will it work will someone else animate it or hopefully because yeah. otherwise that's not a cartoon no, no, yeah that's yeah. not fun to look at no yeah we've talked to an animation house cool. um who's on, signed up is on board and they're gonna maybe if we go through with it animate it and yeah it's it's crazy i mean it's it's that uh What's the general concept, if I can ask? I don't want to... I know you... you I mean, it's it's L.A. It's ho- This is Hollywood! This is ho- yeah, and I know you can't get in depth. Right, we got to save it for deadline. But um, uh, it's it's about a musician. It's about okay. a, a middle... You know, 40... Guy in his early 40s, I think, who uh, quits his low-level company job to uh, to try and make a living as a musician, basically. Okay. Out of the blue, he kind of well, has this epiphany. Yeah, yeah, and he's got this funny family that sort of, I don't know, has a hard time with his decision. Okay, yeah, but it's funny, but it's like adult. It's, it's more of a tone of like a Louis than a Family Guy. Okay, it's slow. It's a slower thing. It's it's the anti-Family Guy. Okay, really. really. Okay, yeah. And is this something that? Um, are you talking to a specific network about it? Well, you know. That's all. That's that's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. We're coming up okay. on that, but okay. that's all I can. That's all I can say. You, sure. got, you got two scoops, man. Sorry, that was good. That was good. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Chocolate and vanilla. Um, that's great because I, I always thought you were also a, a really funny and quick and that's sweet and had a, you have a good sense of humor. So Thank that's. You. I think that's yeah. Thank and I, as I told you, as I told you last year, I, I would if you ever want to write something, I would love to write something too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, but. I definitely have urges to get into writing different stuff other mm-hmm. than just songs necessarily. So well, we should collab. We've, I would love to. We've known each other to. long enough. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We got that shorthand with each other, you know. Yeah. Yes. And you've been doing Island since what? Two thousand five was when we made five. the first record, and okay. six was when it came out. Okay. So yeah, that's a. Like was that the first tour that we did with you guys? Yeah, um, we did one tour before that opening for metric okay before the record came out and then i think right when the record came out we toured with you guys okay yeah. and that was that was a good tour man we sean and i were just talking about that today actually was sean with he was on the road he was on the road with yeah us. that's he right was, he was our uh tm TM, I guess. yeah really just a guy kind of hanging out no mm-hmm. he was he was helping out definitely yeah merch slash tm yeah right? but more managerial because yeah. when i met you guys he doesn't remember this but when i when I met you at the Cloud Dead show, he was the merch, merch guy. That's yeah. right. And you know, when you're when you're in awe of a band, you're in awe of their entire staff. Right. Oh my god, it's the merch it's dude. It's the guy who sells. Yeah. <laughs> and I was definitely trying to be cool with him. Yeah. And it's funny, of course, he doesn't remember because I was just some right kid that just probably another, met in every town. Another white guy in a fishnet hat. That's yeah. it. Yeah. With a fishnet shirt and fishnet shorts. <laughs> and a fishnet yeah. Backpack. Yeah. I was really into fishnets back then. That was the style. Yeah. That was the style. Those were the days. Yeah. And how many... Are you... Is this your fourth Islands record? Fifth. Fifth one? Yeah. Okay. Fifth. Shit. And uh, it's the band that played on the last record. The drummer left before this... Before it's come out, but he played on both records, so... Okay. 
So it has a, it, it's a different direction, but it's kind of, it's sort of encompassing all the styles in a way that we okay. that I've tried sort of a compilation record, greatest hits okay. of new material. <laughs> that's the idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that sounds cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, st- I started it and then we left and I, I actually haven't, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. What did I send it to you today? I yeah. Think. Yeah. It was yeah, like, sorry. I'm, I'm no, no, it's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's leaked too. So, oh, know, it is. Okay. I shouldn't. Well, by the time, maybe by the time. Well, it's leaked now that I have it. So That's true. It's over now. Yeah, it's I over. I mean, this copy belongs to, uh, put me on the watermarked. Right. No, unwatermarked. Yeah. Because it, it's our own label, so we couldn't afford that watermarking. Oh, you put it out yourself. Mm-hmm. We got out of contract with our label, our who, previous Who label. was the previous label? Anti? Anti. Okay. Um, and, uh. How come I'm like, I feel like I'm like dripping sweat and you, you're all dry and nice. I'm cool. Well, because you're under that light, maybe. Yeah. I think I just... I'm just a sweaty guy. No, I've been sweaty. This has been a hot... A hot week in L.A. Yeah, But, is. uh... Yeah, man, I, I can't reckon... Well, you're, you're on your own label. What are you doing with that? I mean, are you like... What, you fucking... It's a dream, man. It's, it's, it's nice? It's the best thing. I wish I'd done it right out of the gate. Really? It's probably been easier because I think this is more of a common thing these days is to do what they call an enhanced distribution deal. I won't yeah. get too technical or boring, but... Well, I'm curious about the it. The distributor, in this case, Red Eye, they're out of North Carolina. They're the biggest yeah. indie distributor in America and they they front they front the money and they, they allocate money for marketing and radio and they put... They're putting as, as much... In fact, they're putting more energy and, and money into it than the last record we got on a, ser- a serious label. So it really feels, um, it really feels good. It really feels like they're behind it, and and I and I control the record. It's my, it's the label is mine. So I so I own the masters. Right. It's, it's the split is amazing. I mean, a hundred percent. Well, yeah. They, there's a they take a distribution, they take a distribution fee, fee, but they're yeah. putting so much. They're yeah. basically the running the show, but with me, in you know owning it. And they're they're dealing with excuse me. They're dealing with publicists. Oh, am I boring and, you? No, I, I just <laughs> I'm you know I'm a little jet lagged and still. Sure, sure. I'm sleeping on a couch, um, which is actually that's wonderful. a tiny couch. It's no, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It oh can, yeah, it, it continues. Oh, I see. Yeah, but. They they deal with publicists and and uh, marketing and all that shit. Um, well, we we they they allocate the money, but we hired all those people ourselves, me, myself and and the manager. So yeah, it's been a total control a control thing, and I'm cool. in control. So really, I have no one else to blame. But right, my manager. Where do you do you feel like you you fell into like? If something would go wrong with a record, would you? Or do you? Here, here's another way of putting it. Did you have higher hopes for earlier records that didn't go as well, and then oh. you feel like, oh, this this person failed, and this person of course failed. we didn't have a manager for three years because our experience with our last manager was so sour. Yeah, it was such a rotten experience that I was just afraid to work with another manager again. And I finally met this guy who's amazing. Uh, he's amazing, and uh, he's he's down here. He's down here, yeah, and he's great, and it's been super positive, and um, so I'm just, it just feels really, it feels good in a way that I don't think it's ever really felt, where things feel set up properly. I mean, it was just endless disappointment, all the, re- all the previous 
records. How so? Do you feel like like the first one was it got more attention than the ones after? Yeah, it did, and and it also, yeah. I mean, we made we sold a lot. And we never saw a penny from those. Really, for whatever reason, there's been some some accounting uh, questioning. Okay. Questionable accounting. And that was on a, that the first one was on a that small was on a, a Canadian, Canadian label. label. Yeah, so we got to sort that out. Um, yeah, legal. I don't want to get in litigious yeah, yeah, trouble, but we we've you you can print that that we haven't we haven't seen money for whatever reason, whether it's messed up on our end or on their end. There's 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 a situation there um, that was not super uh, positive. Yeah. So we yeah we went to anti epitaph to try and make a more positive situation, and then that was really good and a really good family with people who believed in us or at least one guy the, the, the head of the label believed in us and believed in us but who knows I mean the circumstances behind records doing well and not doing well it's a it's a weird mathematical variable you just can't I know. know and you yeah. can't you can't fight it you can't chase that because it's just you'll be you'll go crazy so yeah I agree. I mean, I've yeah. had similar. I have similar experiences with that. With like certain records pop off, and then certain ones are just like yeah, it's a timing thing, and it's like, do people care about? Do people want to hear that kind of music? Yeah. I mean, is it in vogue? You right. Know? Right. And I think you can't you can't fight that, and you just have to make the best record you can make, and yeah, people dig it or they don't. And you right. Just on to the next one. You just have to have thick thick enough skin that you can continue to make. Do you, Do you have thick enough skin, or do you feel like it? it does it get? Does it get to you it gets to me but I I'm continuing I feel resilient in a way I, I, I second guess myself but when it comes time to making a record I've I'm making the record with the songs that I think are the best and I'm making the best songs I think I can so I do I do feel you know diligent but um, but I do also feel yeah like I question why more people you know aren't Jazzed as jazzed as I am. Yeah, but then you know, a few years will pass, and I'll listen to the old the catalog, and I'll be embarrassed by all of it. So you'll you'll think later that like, oh, this isn't as good as it could have been. Right. right. Yeah. But I do think I'm getting better, and maybe that's because the records are closer to me. In <laughs> right time. in time. But the first record, I think, is an, is an embarrassment. I mean, I wouldn't. And yet, it was really well liked. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can think of maybe one song. Two songs from from my entire career that I'm not embarrassed about. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really crazy. Actually, the, and the last record, "Asleep and a Forgetting," I'm mostly cool with that record. What? What? But that's because it's the last one. Mm-hmm. And then the one before that, I can I think there's two or three songs on that record. So it, it it's, you're proving your theory. I think, but maybe I'm just getting better at making less embarrassing choices. When when you say a song is embarrassing or an album is embarrassing, mm-hmm. what does that mean for you? Well, on the first record, it's some some of it just sounds so earnest and. Uh, fucking dorky, man. I don't know. And the production is bad on that first record it sounds real flat and and yeah some of the some of the lyrical choices some of the vocal choices i'm just it's i want nothing to do with i just kind of pretend it doesn't doesn't right what about the unicorn stuff yeah kind of the unicorn stuff too although i feel like i've come far enough away it's a weird circular thing where i feel 
I'm as, I'm as far enough removed from the unicorns as I possibly could that I look at it from a different perspective. And it does sound really sort of earnest and, and childlike, but it's far enough away that it, I was sort of, you know, I was like 19 or 20 when I made that record right. so, or wrote those songs at least. So it definitely feels, I feel okay. I'm at peace with it, you know? Yeah. It would be weird to reunite and play those songs again because, you know, I, you it's know, a different time. I haven't necessarily, we haven't really talked about reuniting Cloud Dead but I like I like I said since we're doing this ten year uh, um, re release thing, mm-hmm. um, I I have gone back and listened to I didn't listen to the first album all the way through yet, but I listened to the, to the second one mm-hmm. um, all the way through uh, several times, and I I loved listening to it. Oh, I'm like good. this is like so weird, yeah. you know? Like I don't like I I just appreciated it for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, like, very playful. And, like, we didn't necessarily, quote-unquote, know what we were doing. But, like, there's a super playful quality to it that I could... I could imagine it would be the same for the unicorns. Sure. And it's that... It's the best thing about... And I think it's why people who make their debut albums or whatever, they're always sometimes considered their best work. Because there's no... There's nothing clouding their their psyche. It's just they make this record with this kind of naivete... They fit. It's kind of brash. It's a little ballsy, and there's nothing clouding. That. There's no preconceived notions of right. what it's supposed to do. Right. Nick, I've gotten so serious with <laughs> with like writing and stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling no, like feeling like you know, oh, people have to like this one. Yeah, or something like that. That I think that really can can. Uh, yeah. Or you think legacy, like I gotta make, I gotta say these important things. I have these lofty, ambitious ideas, and I need to channel that. I need to make records that matter, that mean something. I feel to like me. I feel like I already felt that way when I was eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Oh, you did in okay. a way, but it was it was so. But I still didn't think anyone would listen to anything, so it was very playful right. and very like more like free yeah I feel like I've gotten tighter and tighter over the years and maybe that's good I think you can make you can age into that really well I think where if you start to really focus by the time we get to be in our 50s we'll make these really sad crazy records like I don't know if you heard that Bill Fay record uh uh-uh. uh it came out he was this guy who made records in the late 60s I think he made like one or two in the late 60s early 70s and then for 40 years didn't make a record and just last year put out a record on Dead Oceans or something okay. called Life is People. And it's him at a piano, and you can hear him wheezing into the microphone. He's an old man now. And it's one of the most beautiful, sad, heavy things. You know, he's singing about his, how his family's all dead, his sister and his brother and his mother and his father. And it's, it's heavy. It's, the only, it's heavy in only a way that a 70-year-old man can get heavy right and it's beautiful they're beautiful simple really simple songs but so beautiful so he i think he you know but he waited 40 years to he didn't have anything to say right well he built up you know maybe some things to think about Mm -hmm. to talk about yeah and there's that cliche like you have your whole life to make your first record and two years to make your second record right so you know i think that's also why these first records sometimes come out of the gate like so alive there's just this built up uh propulsive sort of kinetic energy that yeah that can get not faded but just 
over you can overthink things. Yes. And I've probably overthought things in the past. I stand by my work, even though I said it's all embarrassing. I do, I do stand by where I was in, in the moment. I don't think I was making bad decisions. I think they were pure choices. I stand by everything that I've made as well. Well, you know, after the first couple of years, mm-hmm. like the real early stuff, pre-Cloud Dead stuff, I mean, I, I could never listen to that what, stuff. What, like Reaching Quiet? No, I actually like that yeah, in a way. Like I, I, uh, I listened to a few songs. I, I, I didn't. I don't have the record, so I didn't listen mm-hmm. to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But we're actually re-releasing that too because oh, cool. ten year anniversary of that one. I don't know. Anyway, twelve, twelve, thirteen. Is whatever Buck sixty five coming down? Fuck! I wish that man overboard. That's that's up there. That's the, the thing. We this is like it's this is a fifteen year anniversary, but. Not too many of the original guys are going to be there. Like I said, it'll be four or five guys. Right. That's all right. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, gosh, I wish. I wish. I love that record. I'm trying to get him on this podcast. I mean, that... Oh, yeah. He's got stories. He's a good story. I'm sure he does. And speaking of guys that, that uh, you know, that influenced us or whatever, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that, that Vertex record, mm-hmm. like, that was it. Like, yep. you know. Yeah. Did you get, when did you hear about that? Because you were up in Canada anyway, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it really was around the same, it was Jamie, honestly. It was all Jamie, my roommate at the time, and Unicorn's drummer. We lived in this loft right on St. Laurent, right in the plateau, which is like the fucking center of hell now, probably. But it was, at the time, I mean, it was still kind of really trendy and hipstery at the time, but... We managed to get this loft off of this crazy guy, and it was six hundred bucks. And we, three of us, lived there, so our rent was like two hundred bucks. All three guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was amazing, though. It was you know we we had partitioned little rooms that the et, kind of spaced out pretty well within the loft, but um, yeah, he would play. Yeah, he played me. He schooled me. He played me Vertex and 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 the turn me on to the Cloud Dead stuff and. Really, all of anti-pop consortium. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck, that record was so good. The tragic epilogue. Um, that was all around the same time, like ninety nine, two thousand. Okay, okay. That I that I kind of got into that. Where, where's Jamie living now? He's in Montreal. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, but we we talk on email occasionally, cool. and I'll probably see him when we go up there. Cool. And yeah. and do do you feel like? You'll just continue, even if you get into, uh, you know, say your show gets picked up and you're doing that and that's like, you know, a full-time thing. Do you think you'll still continue to just make records and just... I hope so. What I about definitely, touring and all that, you know? I hope so. I mean, I still like to tour. I still you do have, like it? I have a blast on yeah. tour. I think my brain has been warped by touring. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love the anonymity, you know, like rolling into a town, being kind of just on your own... Not really knowing. I mean, by this point, if we've been to a town enough times, there's familiar landmarks and signposts. But just not just being kind of a stranger passing through town. I love that. I love that like kind of Hank Williams style yeah. feel of just being being a nomadic vagabond. Yeah. And but it's bad. It's bad for normal life. Like I can't hold a real relationship. I probably drink too much, you know. Do you think that was what went wrong in the end? With I don't know, I don't know. I can't really speak on that, but I'm sure that didn't help. Yeah, but definitely now I've gone full tilt. I just want to be a road dog. Really, you you're always <laughs> feeling that full. Well, we didn't tour that much off the last record, so I'm probably hankering for a tour. But um, 
Why didn't you tour much? Just I circumstances. We didn't have a manager, and no one really, no one from the label really pressured us to tour. And my booking agent wasn't really like, you should get out there. And we wanted, you know, we wanted to do a package thing, and it just never came together. Touring with another band, different band. So we just didn't. We just did one tour in Europe and one tour in America and Canada, and that was it. But you, but you do think that you would try to keep doing it? I would try if there's yeah. enough time. It'd be lovely to be able to do. Is it is it easy enough for you? Like, you. I remember a couple of years ago when I was down here, you had done, you had written two records. Um, yeah. Even three, maybe like maybe. within like a year. Yeah. Still prolific. Yeah. Still, yeah. I'm trying to make as much music. Yeah. F- figure out where things go. How does How does it work for you? Um, writing and recording and producing, like. What's the what's the tendency towards process? Uh, <laughs> um, like, do you write on do you write on guitar? Yeah, guitar, keyboard. Yeah, um, sketch it out. Depends on how fully sketched out it is. Uh, some of the songs on the new record were very sketched out. Like, I would demo them with, you know, MIDI, you know, just a- added keyboard melodies or bass lines and stuff. But I really like to try to utilize. The band, Evan and Jordy, especially the brothers who've been in the band since Vapors, the Mm -hmm. third record. So this will be their third record with Islands. And they're just, they're brothers, so they have this almost telepathy with each other. So they're... They're bass and keyboard? Yeah, and Jordy does keyboard, but also guitar. They both, they switch around, but mostly it's bass and keyboard. Vapors, that was the tour that we played together in Atlanta. Oh, on, on Halloween. On Halloween. <laughs> that was one of the last times I've gotten super drunk on stage. I yeah. mean, I think I might have even blacked out. It really? Was, it was bad news. Because we were playing to a click. Jamie was back in the band. We had made Vapors, which was this, you know, elaborate electronic record. So we thought we had to have backing tracks, which was miserable. And I'll never do that again. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. Because no one notices that shit. Right, no, one ne- right. no one needs to hear every little flourish right, right. that you think is so important. Right. The, the meat is... You know the rhythm and the 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 vocals, yeah. the bass, the treble. You know, it's like as long as you get the basics. I think the yeah. human brain doesn't even detect that after a while. Not live. I mean, not live. I, yeah. I do to an extent, maybe when I see bands, but you can feel a, an emptiness. No, no, I would not. I would never think like if you had like at that point you had a one, two, three, four, five piece band, mm-hmm. right? No, uh, we were four. Four. Okay. But the backing track was another member. But I mean, you had bass and you have. You have drums, and you have. I would never think that something's missing no. in a four, from a four-piece band. If you're you're playing as well, like I know, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like I notice little things. That's all right. I'm saying. But no, you, you nothing to really take you out, right? No. So yeah, I mean, I remember that show. Things got off the backing track because we were. I remember that, drunk. and it just that's a nightmare when you get off off the beat. Yeah, and you have synths and drum machine and you're like a, a beat off it's the hardest thing to get one beat I'm sure if on. you're in if everybody's in in-ears like we are now you yeah. could kind of get away with it if the, if the drummer's like spot on you know and keeps right. it going but oh god what monitors in a shitty club like that yeah that was a, a fucking nightmare little, yeah dirty dive bar yeah <sighs> oh, the people were loving it though I mean they don't fucking know <laughs> Yeah, there's probably the majority of people were also really drunk. Oh yeah, no, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure some people did, but you know what? It's that. That's the last time that's happened. Oh, I remembered so. another thing. When you peed in a trash can one time in uh-huh. 
um, Rhode Island, I believe, Providence or something like that. Uh, oh, that's when there was like 10 people at the show. And yeah. rats running. There was more rats in the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I peed in a trash That was the same night. After that, I dared you to snort those uh, hot red peppers, and you did. Yeah, and I'll then, do anything on a dare. And then, like, for fucking days after that, you were just like... In pain. In pain. Mm-hmm. Your sinuses. And I'm just like, you all right? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, but you did it. You dared me. I, yeah. I have to follow through on a dare. I don't want anyone yeah. to think I'm yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marty McFly style. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, no, we, that was a fun show because I think we brought the entire audience out to play basketball. There was a basketball court right. right next door, and we brought yeah. everyone out to play, yeah. play pickup, right. like That's shirts right. on skins. Yeah, <laughs> which was wow. silly, but that was a fun. That was a fun tour. That was a good tour. Yeah, I like when things aren't as weighty. You know, it just it's about because as long as you're having a good time, everything else can lock in. Yeah. But when you're concerned about ticket count and record sales and yeah. first week and... Yeah. That shit doesn't matter. That ruins it, doesn't it? doesn't it? matter. I'm trying to get back to a place, if I could say, that where, like... I'm, yeah, I'm trying to... Get, like, and in, in, in going back to all that old stuff and the, the nostalgia and a lot of that is me, like, trying to get back to a place where I'm just enjoying what I'm doing and not worried about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and just more of a place of just innocence and and, mm-hmm. and I mean it's hard to get to be innocent but but with the blood of Christ um, we can be born again in innocence. Oh, is that yeah. what this was about? <laughs> no, um, uh, I'm sorry if I offended our Christian listeners there. Um, yeah, I, I, I uh, you know what I'm saying. I, I just I I want to get back to to that old intention. Mm-hmm. The pure, the pure. Yeah. None of that psychic pollution, man. It's just, it just weighs you down. Yeah, that's, yeah. we gotta find, find the, the source. Get back to the, what, what matters. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel a similar way or? or Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to get better though. I, I feel like. I don't want to go back to my skill level back then. I, right. I said intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely want it to be fun and want it to be... And it still is. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. I couldn't imagine doing anything else really now, but I want it to be... I want it to be good and, and meaningful, but also... But also uh, enjoyable. Yeah. That's a balance, you know? What do you feel you get out... Uh, what, what do you get from making music? Like... Pussy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate goal, really, right? Really? If you think is. about it. But I mean, no, but actually the the name The Unicorns was explicitly designed sexual. to... Not sexual, but we knew that girls grew up liking unicorns. So the idea behind the name was, okay, well, oh, or at least for me, it was, we'll call it The Unicorns and it'll trigger this this association in, yeah. in girls that oh, feels... I love it. It was, yeah, you it was, had a girlfriend at the time, though, did you not? No, not no, when we no. started. Well, I did, but not in the not when we first started. Not when we, not when we took the name. It didn't matter as much back then, I guess. <laughs> didn't mean as much. No, I was faithful. I was. Yeah. I was a faithful man. I always am. I always am, actually. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, I believe it. Me too. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't even really have... I don't even be having girlfriends. We've got to get you on the market, man. <sighs> Yeah, that's a hot commodity. Yeah, better. I, be, I mean, I better hurry up. Is the thing. It's all. It fades. Your seed. You'll stop being able to procreate. Well, 
Yeah, perhaps. It doesn't fade. You're going to grow into a, a, a rugged older gentleman. A fox. A silver us, fox. Let us pray. <laughs> let us pray for that. Yeah. I got a feeling. Um, just keep doing those push-ups. Yeah, I'm trying. That's all just like, yeah. Just that's maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always fighting against time. Mm-hmm. Don't we know it. Cool, man. What else? You know, anything else that's new for you or... or uh, I'm just trying to keep my nose clean, stay out of jail. You got a lot of friends here? You, are you? I have a good community here. Yeah. yeah. L.A. is, everyone's so lonely and they spend so much time in their car, I think they crave uh, any kind of social interaction. What do you do? Do you go to, like, I'm just No, I don't go to clubs. I don't no. go to clubs, but there's always part. there's always parties. That, What's a party, though? Like, like house at party? A house, yeah, but not in the, not in the, like, red solo cup debauch kind of way. It's more like a... You know, Hollywood's fancy. There's some fancy parties where you go to a person's house party and they, they've hired a fucking mixologist. How do you tap into that scene? Uh, stick with me, You gotta, you gotta look like Nick. That's how you gotta... <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I guess it... I made, I made friends that are kind of all in a pretty large, larger social scene. Yeah. And everyone's pretty welcoming. I also think maybe most of the people that I'm friends with don't do music. Yeah. They're either, like, comedians or, or actors or... or in some other creative field, or the you know other not not just entertainment. Have you ever thought do, about doing any of that acting or comedy? Like definitely not comedy. Definitely not not stand up. No, never. Yeah, that seems like a like a tough racket to yeah. get into. Yeah, that's just, what about acting? What about fantasy. like or sketch the sketches and stuff like that? Um, it feels too frivolous the idea of sketch. But uh, what's what's frivolous about well, that? Well, just I don't know. You put up you put all your time into this thing and it goes up on like Funny or Die and right. it's, it's just like forgotten about. I would want something a little more. Um, long-lasting. But isn't that... Aren't those people just trying to start and get, tap into something and have someone so. give them money to make something right. long-lasting? Right, and I guess I don't want to make that... I want to cut the line. I you think. don't want to grind it out like you did in music. I don't want to grind it out, and I don't want to feel like I'm doing something as a means to get somewhere else. Yeah. Because that was never the case with music. It right. Was, it was, holy shit, for I get, I get to do this. And then when I got to do it for a living, it was like, I'm... I'm gonna ride this thing as long as it'll as far as it'll take me, yeah. And and you know have a good time with it. But the idea of doing sketch stuff for a website feels, yeah, it feels like a stepping stone. And and I don't I don't view anything about my life here in L.A. like it's a it's it's I'm waiting to get to the next level. Right. I'm having a good. But time. But that's most people here, right? Probably, like... probably. And yeah, I mean, it makes sense that it that it is. And I'm pretty naive about that. I really am. I don't I don't go out. I don't socialize with the intention of. Meeting a right, producer, rubbing elbows or something. Yeah, yeah, to like get my script developed. But right, um, but acting, I, I can't act. I find it embarrassing. Oh, really? I find acting the most embarrassing thing. Do you start like, like, do you judge other people that act? You're saying no, or, not or at you, all. Like for yourself, but for myself, it feels so embarrassing. Do you start like what giggling about it or something? No, maybe not giggling, but it just feels like I'm reading. A oh, lot. but I've done a couple little things. I did this movie in Canada that okay, I don't think is. I did a very small part. I don't know if it's very good. I haven't seen it. What is it? I don't want to say. Oh, all right, all finds right. it. Okay. Um, we'll put a clip right here. He'll yeah, sure. Link pray. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to pretend I didn't do it. No, I'm sure it's good. The guy's nice, but it just wasn't mine. It was like an indie deal? It was an indie deal. And then I and then I worked on a little web se- potential web series. Uh-huh. That was fun. I got to play a doctor. Okay. So we'll see. What's that? What's that about? It's just some kind of silly, funny, kind of dry 
thing. Okay. Kind of bad. So this is this is sketch. I guess it's sketchy in a way. It's I don't sketchy. know what I don't know what it means to be sketch or not. Well, I guess like short little sketches, with you know, like a kids in the hall type thing. Yeah. But if you do just one little one on Funny or Die, this the idea of this is like, is is a YouTube series. It would be ideally, and it would be a, it would be a. A, ser- a little mini series, yeah, you know, like a ten episode with an arc. Okay, with an arc and mm-hmm. with 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 characters that that are consistent. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and I mean, I'll do it if people ask. I'll, I'll never. Yeah, I'll do. And it. And this is and and uh, who's that with or whose whose project is it? It's this really funny girl named Sarah Ramos. Okay, she's an actress, and uh, it's her show, or potentially if it if it goes. But yeah, she she's a good actress. She was on that show Parenthood, and she's on some other things. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know. How did just you, along for the ride. How know? did you meet the friends that you had? Like, how do you tell? Like, I'm wondering, like, about moving to cities like this, and mm-hmm. how you like, like, what scene would I fall into? Because I'm considering, like, you know, coming down here for the winter time or something, mm-hmm. like, because I like it here actually. Yeah. Um, but there there's definitely an aspect to it that hurts my soul. You know, there's uh, a side to LA that's pretty dark and and pretty vacuous. Yeah. But then you know, there's such a, an amazing side to LA. Probably three quarters of it that is hardworking people. You know, that are working in this town, yes. like doing all kinds of things. It has nothing to do with the shit that goes on. You know, in, in Hollywood. Or but whatever. you said your friends are mostly actors and comedians. Um. Yeah, I guess they are. I guess they are. It turns out that most of them are. But yeah. they're but they're not they're not like these ladder climbing folk. As far as I can tell, no. Yeah. They're just funny people trying to yeah. make funny pro you know, I wanna say product, but funny Outfit. stuff. Yeah. yeah. They, they wanna be involved in good stuff. So I, I guess that I just for I don't know, for whatever reason, just the first couple of people I met and met when I came here and then it was just sort of a trickle down thing where where um those friends had two friends, and those two yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah. Had, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just a community, a little community. Here. I, I feel like there's a certain kind of, and I can't put my finger on what it is exactly, but there's a certain kind of art um, um, musician that tends to hang out with comedians and comedy people, mm-hmm. and then there's certain types of comedians that tend to hang out with musicians. Have you right. noticed that? Yeah, and I think we we both. There's an envy across the across the divide. Yeah, we both want to. I wish I was in the comedy world. Sure, it seems fun. Yeah, but then of course we get to rock out on stage and and do something fun that's pretty foreign. I think for some people, and you know, I don't know. It's just yeah, I'm just a chuckle fucker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Same here. I, 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 what's what's good in life if you're not you know really giggling about it? Exactly. I want to laugh. Yeah. And dance. Isn't that a cute cat? That is one of the cutest cats I've ever seen. She's a bit. She gets a bit up your ass if, if like you've been gone all day. Oh right. And you but come that's back. A nice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a cartoon. She, looks she like does. A little lion or something. Yeah. Mythical creature. Sean really treats her like a princess. That's good. Um. Anything else that we that we fail to talk about that we should talk about like you know and far, even as far as catching up I'm, you know just whatever shit I don't know man I mean I have questions for you please this is not this is not a this is a conversation this is a conversation yeah well yeah what's going you have this EP coming out but is there a new record coming I mean you probably talk about this on this show but. oh no, not really I mean I, I haven't I've 
started writing little things, but I don't. We haven't started recording anything. Um, you know, but when we do, like I said, I want to keep it in a in a uh, more a lighter way and and not not be so worried about every little aspect of every little you know thing. Right. I want to be a little looser about yeah. it. Yeah. Free flowing. Yeah. And what else? You're in Cincinnati. I'm in Cincinnati. You know, it it feels it's a bit out there, and I'm I don't feel like there's you know. I don't have the the biggest community, but I have a good little tight knit group yeah. of people. You know, uh, the band and and the band's all there. And, and, yes. Oh, okay. And and several other people that uh mm-hmm. that uh, I feel close to. You know, it's 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 good. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like the opposite feeling of here in a way. Like there, I feel like you know, gosh, nobody gives a shit or is trying to do anything, and here it's like, oh my god, everybody's just trying to like do too much mm-hmm. you know so yeah there's an ambition and a drive out here of people who yeah and it's noble you know we're all trying to survive sure sure sometimes i feel like i don't have that gene enough i'm too cat you know laid back and i guess like i don't yeah i don't socialize with for, a, a, as a means to to get ahead I, maybe i should be i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i think yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not the one to ask about that because I'm. I'm not good at it either. Well, what's the Cincinnati uh, film industry? What's the Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm. There, I have a friend out there that we do, you know, or he does. Like he he does commercials and stuff mostly, mm-hmm. like for this production house there. And we've we've started to try to do some little things. Like we we said, well, let's meet every. Thursday night and just do something, just mm-hmm. shoot shoot anything fun and funny. Um, I like I like acting. I like being in stuff and and. Have you done much? Yeah, I mean, just not serious acting, but like yeah, like comedy stuff, mm-hmm. like little little skits and stuff. Yeah, the and, little the shorts that you guys did. Yeah, were always I, really good. I like I like doing it and yeah. like you know I mean I'm I'm usually like a straight man kind of guy, mm-hmm. but that's I like I like being that. Um, yeah, there's something to be said. The straight man is that's an important yeah yeah that's an important role yeah makes the makes the laugh a little deeper you know yeah but it's fun for me I like you know I just I like going into a little make believe mm-hmm. world for a minute and, mm-hmm. you know and uh, so we're trying to do something like that but just really for fun yeah well the future is definitely it seems to be these web series things I guess so, YouTube yeah. channel shit yeah I mean yeah there's there's gold in them hills, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. There's people that are just throwing money at shit. They're bre- they're breaking bread around. Breaking bread. Toss yeah. and toast. Yeah, toss yeah. and toast. <laughs> <laughs> totally spin off. Yeah, yeah, move out here. Yeah, I I mean I, I don't know if I could full time do it, but winter, the maybe, winter thing. Maybe winter. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think yeah, if you see an opportunity, if you see an opening to move here, then you should take it because once you just sort of get situated it's it's gravy yeah yeah i I couldn't see myself living anywhere else for the moment cool man well i i think uh i think that i think we're good are are you anything else you want to i think i i think you did more than than most yeah i got you got everything okay everything and more (laughs) all right fair enough all right we're signing off this i didn't even say this has been nick thorburn (laughs) nay diamonds diamond diamonds diamonds sorry oh yeah you wore the, the thorburn shirt though 
I was wearing Thorburn oh, shirts then you wore for a while, the and then I was wearing one. Diamond shirts for a while. <laughs> this was a thing that I had where every time I saw Nick, he he would try to change his name back and forth to his <laughs> to his real name, Nick Thorburn, to his stage name, Nick Diamonds. And every time he would change it, I would wear the old name on a shirt every mm-hmm. time I would see him. That was like my little thing that, that I That was a nice doing. thing. I, yeah. That was a sweet thing. I thought it was like, I thought it was like a, a bit of a mean thing to do. Oh, I, I, I took it as a... Good. Yeah, Good. I took it well. I, it was a nice ribbing, a loving... Yeah, it was a ribbing. It was a, a loving lo- ribbing, exactly yeah. what it is. You give me the business, but kind of with a smile. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, this has been Nick Thorburn, Nate Diamonds. Uh for the Wandering Wolf Podcast and we're signing off. Sweet shit, y'all. I love that guy. I wish we lived in a secret village um, housing a cult somewhere out far east past 275. Not just me and him, but me and him and, you know, several harems and then uh, several other really cool guys, too, that I've... Some of them I've mentioned on this show, too. And, and ladies, uh, friends... The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com at Yoni Wolf on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I gotta sneeze so bad before I do that. Let me just say keep wandering.